It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's ball brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. I thought I forgot one, by the way. When I go home, do you think I'm like, hey, it's all brought to you by. I don't do that. I want to do those sometimes. Uh, it is our number two. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Mo DeKeel will join us later to talk NBA. Todd Wright on his perspective on the National League, uh, or I should say the Stanley Cup playoffs, the National Hockey League. He's got thoughts. What a great, what a great May night this is. Four two and twos, <clears throat> pardon me, four two two series in hockey, two of them in the NBA. <clears throat> Tremendous night. Tennis going on in, uh, in Italy. We get tweets at Beanie the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. This is uh, on everything that we talk about. That's the beauty of this. Um, this is from The Mailman. I was taking issue with what I was saying earlier about that, the, the heat and the Sixers of that stat. Fascinating stat again. A different way to look at the series. He said, uh, are you trying to use regular season stats to drive your decisions in this playoff series? The matchup problem is the anomaly. Wide open looks for others on offense and elite rim protection behind the perimeter defense. He also points out, he says, the body language on the heat says it all. I'm going to go against the body language angle. That's just me, though. I just want, if, if the heat win tonight, I just want us to remember this. Uh, let's keep in mind the final five. Let's see how many possessions, again, of the Sixers go into the final five seconds. And then of those possessions, how many this time Harden drains threes on. 
And by the way, the opposite. If the Sixers can overcome it again, good on them, man. Good on them. This is from uh, this is from Bruce Dobigan. Not sure that Brady has the Romo-esque game to do analysis beyond obvious chalkboard stuff. Doesn't strike me as a funny anecdotal kind of guy. Obsessed. Web 12-66. Find me a color guy who's any good, and I'll eat your drawers with a bacon strip on uh, in them on air. Dan Fouts is good, but he's not flashy enough for these idiots. Dan Fouts? What? Dan Fouts who hasn't done a game in five years. What's happening? You okay, Well, Web 12-66? And touchdown, Jesus. Uh, if the NFL is Plinko that week, is it Plinko squared in May? Oh, I, yeah, dude. We were talking about how I say these games are Plinko in the end. The old Price is Right game where the metal chip falls down the rungs and then all of a sudden falls in a slot. That's your ATS bet in so many of these outcomes. But, yes, to bet them in May, I'm going to go Plinko cubed. How about that? Was that geometry, Jeff? I believe so. Is that algebra? What is that? Where do we get squared and cubed from? That was algebra. Uh, that feels yeah. like a question Mark Borchard would be Mark able to Mark Borchard, ladies and gentlemen, from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert uh, at Base Winner, of course, is where you can find all his great stuff. Working for Bet US this year. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. Like the stand- Are you guys wanting to know what the standard deviation of the oh. Plinko drop is? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you're That's our guy. That's such a great game. That's <laughs> such a great game. I, I want to get a Plinko board for – I want to do one Plinko play a day. I think that would be pretty entertaining. You just drop the disc in there and, it, you know, you've got your 30 teams and it gives you the play. I'm I think old. you should, I think that's a good segment, Gil. Add, add Plinko to, the, uh, to our legacy here, well, use, using that to, towards sports betting. I always get amused when people use that. It's so true, though. So many of these uh, ATS outcomes are just simple plinko at the end, and uh, and and when they win, they, and when betters win, they chirp, and when they lose, you know, it's it's the, the conspiracy of of the university against of the universe against them. It's just plinko, like, man. It's just plinko. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking of you, like like out the South Point sports book with the big plinko thing, and say, yeah. okay, you got three plinkos. Here, here are your plays. That that'd be awesome, I think. So the Reds were went three and twenty-five. No, excuse me, three and twenty-two. Pardon me. They went three and twenty-two. Let me let me not sell them short. So won three out of the first 25, and then they won three out of their last four. Which brings us to a discussion again. Let's go through a few of these teams. William Hill, good job on them for putting adjusted season win totals out on a daily basis. I don't even know if they take these down, quite frankly, at night. Do they? I think when the games are being played, they're still up. Every time I check, they're up. So the Reds are now at 59 and a half. 59 and a half uh, with their record at 6 and 23. And so, um, look, they still got to make up a lot of ground win percentage wise to get to 59 and a half. But what do you think about that number? Because as we like to say, even the worst teams man, figure out a way to win 60 games. Right. We say that sort of flippantly. Which way would you go here? You have it. You have it. Fifty nine and a half right now. Oh, that's adjusted this morning, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad I can I can adjust this on the fly. It's it's fifteen work, uh, fifteen years of work, and uh, you know, gosh, I, I, I there's probably some better things I could be doing with my, with my life, but I can actually change it to fifty nine point five and give you a percentage. Please. They've got a sixty seven percent based on my number to to go over that. Sixty seven percent. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and 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 kind of the way it works is as I have them uh there's a monte carlo simulation and and the average uh game wins that they get in that monte carlo simulation is 62.19 so it simulates the 
the the probability is ten thousand times, and then it aggregates. So that's that's kind of how that sixty seven percent is is aggregated. But the, the one thing that it doesn't account for, and and I, you know, this would be probably a couple more years of programming to do is what is Cincinnati going to do with their team? Do they have any pieces though that they're you know going to get rid of? So this yeah. is kind of the the snapshot of the team based on, I think I go seven deep now with the pitchers and uh, you know, not, not assuming that there's any, any, uh, any trades, you know, good or bad or any kind of breakouts, good or bad. It's just kind of the way this team looks today. So what, what that sounds like to me is while your numbers suggest that a bet on the over might be in the offing, you would hesitate because of what you just said at the end there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know like what their contract situation is like. And that's why I think that you could, you could use an analytical guy like me to say, well, base winner based on their team, you know, makeup right now, that's what he's projecting. And I think that's a fair projection. There's, there's a lot of detail behind it. I go down the games individually with the schedule, but then maybe you could say, well, you know, I don't know this guy's he, it's the last year of his contract. They're going to get rid of him. And, and, and the guy that's going to replace him is not as good. So, you know, maybe that's yeah. worth a game or a game and a half. But, but again, I think that it's, it's a, it's a good, like a subjective handicapper could use like these objective, uh, you know, I love it projections to, and to, to, to kind of figure it out. And, and, and I think that like, like I always listen to your show, Gil, well, not always, but I was listening to it yesterday and you were talking about the Dodgers, um, you know, perhaps not tanking, but just kind of, you know, maybe, um, you know, resting some guys, doing yes. some load management at yes. the end, at, at the end of the season, and so like you've got to like you got to think about that. You got to think, okay, well, and I'll tell you what I have for the Dodgers because we're talking about it in just a second. But you got to think at the end of the end of the season. Well, okay, there's new rules now. They're not going. They can't call up the whole AAA team anymore, mm-hmm. which is good. I really, as a handicapper, I, I'm I'm really thankful for we, that. That's we one. appreciate that. Yes. I mean, they'd do. They'd yeah. bring up like forty. Like, okay, I can't handicap this. I mean, geez, maybe Weingarten could because he he's got stats on all all the AAA teams. But well, but there, it was it was. There's so many things. Ahead, uh, there's so many things I want to react to here. One, uh, you say you uh, you listen to it all the time, and then you hesitate and you said, "Well, not all the time." What about that? That's crazy. And two, uh, two. I hope you're still over me looking at my phone for scores seven years ago. I'm scarred. I never got upset about it. I could totally understand it from my standpoint. I was just pointing out that, like, on the other end, yeah, it's it's just not a good look, you it's know. Not, but it's not a good look. Mark. But I still love you. I know. I know. I just it hurt. Uh, okay, so but, but some of you said they're macro wise. I want to get this across because we don't say it enough. We sort of assume that the audience gets this, but I, I want to say it again because we. We tend to do things from an analytical perspective. There is something in people's brains when they hear that, that they immediately think, oh, all these guys do is look at numbers. They don't even watch games. By the way, that's my voice, my imitation of the people who say that. Um, <laughs> but, but what you said is exactly right. We aren't that. We will use this as a baseline, but we are smart enough to realize that at the end, all be all, right? So even when I'm talking about the Heat and the Sixers, there's more to it. There's always more to it than one angle on stuff, but it's just a different way to, you know, it's a tool. It's a tool and a different way to look at things, it gives you a different lens through which to look at stuff. And hopefully the end goal is it helps you win more bets in the end. So let's talk about the Dodgers for a second. So, so with the Reds, even though your number says 67% more, 67% probability that they'll go over 59 and a half, there are other mitigating factors, real life baseball decisions that need to be made that could uh, torpedo that Dodgers are 102 Dodgers by the way not up currently this is the one of the five that we're going to go over that's not up currently it is up now 102 again so it's back up at 102 
uh, Dodgers who are currently, we should probably uh, uh, give their record as well right there. I mentioned the Reds currently 6-23. Uh, and 23. The Dodgers right now with the best record in all of baseball. Did they quietly get there on there? Yeah, they sure did. Um, they are, now the Yankees actually have the best record, but the Dodgers 19-8. and eight. So 704 win percentage, but they're a 102. What is your number? What do your numbers say there? I've got that going over 90% of the time. 90. And I do. I, I've got their their winning percentage uh, in games remaining at 665. So, yeah, I think that's a fair number if you if you're getting the components, uh, you know, throughout the season. And and you know, I thought about that too because you're talking about well, maybe they'll sit there, guys. But their bullpen is so deep. They, they're a really deep team. So I wouldn't be you know, that upset about playing this right now, because uh, I think that they have the depth that even if they sit a couple guys, I mean, you know, if you look at their, their lineup, the, the WRC plus is over a hundred on, I think all their guys. And so you got to kind of take that into account too, like what kind of depth they have. But yeah, I, this, I, I'm really high on the Dodgers. Um, but I was, you know, prior to the season, I, I like that yep. win total prior to the season. So nothing's really changed. If anything, it's gotten a more bullish on the Dodgers. I've said these, 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 uh, bullpen numbers are amazing. amazing. I mean, 59 hard hit per nine. Ugh. I ran it yesterday. 59, or 59 hard hit balls. Uh, and, and I think it was like 95 innings, but the next closest team was like 40 hard hit balls, like behind them. It was crazy. It was a crazy comparison. The, the one thing we have learned with all your segments is never snicker at Mark Borchard, who had Robbie Ray, hundred to one last year, who this year before the season said, you know, Yankees way over their season win total. I haven't projected at 98. No one's laughing now. We'll talk about the Yankees adjusted season win total, the Rays, the Diamondbacks, and Mark's baseball picks of the day. On the other side, a numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game. Un partido de numeros for those listening in Spanish. You know the Spanish, Spanish in Spain. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. We get tweets at beating the book. Kyle Stewart, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. He actually wrote OMG, OMG, OMG. That commercial freaks me out. Thank God someone else said, said it, LOL. He's freaky, LOL. Talking about the Giannis commercial. What I said, what I brought up earlier, the way that that dude says, he goes, is it okay if I take a picture? <laughs> it's just totally freaky. Las Vegas 514, yo, I know it's hard to say it, Gil, but it's what we're stuck with. Just take it slow. C-O-M-M-A-N-D-E-R-S. Hashtag take command. Hashtag H-T-T-C. <laughs> I refuse. Ben McGovern, uh, Tigers adjusted season win totals down to 72. I know Paul Sporer was high on them. Uh, over 78 preseason. What does Mark Borchard uh, think they can bounce back like they did last year? What do you think about? Uh, we won't go to the season winter because I don't know if you've crunched that number on the Tigers 78, but what do you think about the Tigers right now, Mark? Mark Borchard you know, rejoins us. You know, I, I was low on them to start off with. I, let me try, kind of look and see what their, their season win total was uh, 78, five. And I was like, I was like, six games under right now I have them. Oh gosh. I have them winning 62 games. Ooh, so okay. that That's would be, yeah, no, that would be, yeah. um, yeah, that would, that would be probably like a 10% probability, Yeah, you know, off the top of my head. So let's, yeah. let's go to, and let me just make sure, cause I'm taking his word for it. That that's what it, that that's what the number is. The tigers right now. Yeah. 72 is what their number is. 72. Um, yeah, I'd be under on that, Gil. Okay, uh, let's go. Yankees, before the season started, you had them way over. The, I think they were 91, 91 and a half. You had them at 98 wins. Well, they're at 96 now. I assume you still love them over. 
so the so the uh, the current number is ninety six percent. Yeah, I, I do. I, I like that. That to me is a ninety percent over. I have them winning hundred and three point three games uh, based on the on the current schedule and their body of work so far. And I'm super high on them. They, I mean, they're the third best offense in baseball. The starting pitching has been really good. And you get, you get this Cortez and I, I'm not, I mean, honestly, like he's not that from a stuff standpoint, from a Mark Borchard metric standpoint, he's, he's not that great, but he's pitched really well. And then of course I like Cole and Severino a lot by my metrics. And then again, the Yankees bullpen to me just looking at it is I, I I'm just in love with the bullpen. They don't shake out as well as a Dodger bullpen by the metrics. They're like seven in that, uh, that 3M chart. So, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm crashed down to earth by looking at the 3M chart, but I still really love this team. I think they're going to go over that, that 96 uh, yeah, pretty Yan- easily. Gil. Yankees best record in baseball right now, 20 and eight, seven, 14 win percentage. If you did the whole on pace thing, by the way, seven, 14 over the course of the season, which we're not suggesting they will do. But if you did that, because it's fun to talk about. 115 wins, by the way, at this current pace. Uh, let's do a couple more, and then we'll uh, go to your picks today. The Rays. The Rays, who have shot up to 18-12, and 12, only trail the Yankees by three games of the American League East. We say it every year. Are we just sleeping on the Rays again? I would say that about the Rays and the Giants. They're just smarter than everybody else. The Rays' adjusted season win total, 87 and a half. What say you? Let's see. I've got this at 54% going over the total, mm. but I will say that like, I mean, I think it's probably a, a better overplay than my numbers would suggest be just because of the matchups that the, that the Rays take advantage of. And they're so good at that. And that's hard to quantify. I guess, what do we have? A hundred and what 30 games left roughly. And so like, you can't really quantify like, well, what's, what's your matchup advantage going to be in, in game 57. So, you know, as much as like my, my model's kind of lukewarm on the total, I would suggest going over that. You just, you, you can't, no matter what you do, it's really hard to quantify what the Rays do from a matchup standpoint. They're just brilliant at it. Did you, did you ever see the Vaskersian? The Vaskersian came on primetime action, Matt Vaskersian. And he was talking about how at, tr- at the trop, the mound is, is, I don't know if it's the configuration of the mound or whatever, but you get the, the, the longest length the pitchers do towards the, this is how like granular it's gotten. The, the pitchers get as close to home plate on their delivery as any ballpark in the major leagues. I believe that's what, what the, uh, the impetus, or not the impetus, but the core of that stat was. And so it gave the Rays, having played 81 game, uh, getting to play 81 games there, with their pitching staff, some kind of you know super home field advantage. Anyway, I'll send it to you if you didn't. But it was, uh, it was a fascinating little quirk, and you're like, oh, I wonder if the Rays are aware of this advantage, if they've identified it, if they've roster constructed towards that. Um, you know, just baseball is just fascinating in that particular way. Last one here, the Diamondbacks, who are in last place in the National League West, but have the best last place record. Uh, they're 16 and 14, uh, which is a 533 win percentage. If they were in the AL Central, they'd be in second place with that record, 73 and a half. The hook, now Jeff informs me that the hook is here in Nevada, but everywhere else in the country it is not, or the opposite? Flip. Flip. Nevada at 73, the rest of the country 73 and a half. There you go. So pick your poison there, 73 or 73 and a half, Mark. 
either way, I'm going under in a big way. 22% chance to go under that 73 and a half. And I'm, I'm really not sold on their starting pitching. And I know Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen, they're kind of nice pitchers, but I have them like right around league average. And I think that that's where they should be. And then you've got mad bum, Zach Davies. And right now it's Humberto Castellanos. And I just, I, I mean, how can you get behind a team like that? They've got to play the Dodgers. They've got to play the Padres. They've got to play the Giants. I don't know. I don't, I don't really see it. I don't see that lineup as, as a world beating lineup and their bullpens like 29th, 30th in baseball, depending on what set of, of numbers I'm using. So yeah, I'll throw all that thing in the mixer and, and you get a 22% under, I think that's that, that might be my favorite play. And I hate to root against the home team. Gosh, I really want to love these diamondbacks. I've lived here for almost 25 years, Gil, I have more than 25 years now. And I really want to get behind the home team, but I can't uh, based on the numbers. Yeah. Gil. The best is asking Mark Borcher, the experience of going to diamondbacks games. And he's like, the heat is, so brutal. I'm like, aren't they playing indoors? He goes, no, Gil, it's the parking lot and getting out of your car. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. It's You're worst. sweating before you yeah. get it's really bad, Gil. Yeah. Can I ask you one last one off, off the cuff here and then we'll get to your picks? Sure. The, sure. the Red Sox, obviously, are just getting the worst of it here early. 10 and 19 in the cellar of the AL East, and that includes the great Baltimore Orioles. Their adjusted season win total is, and let me, uh, let me uh, get this up to the minute, the Red Sox adjusted season win total is, let's see, this because this has this has gone crazy down now, seventy nine and a half. I guess not that crazy down. I thought it would be more, seventy nine and a half. What would you say on that? I think that's a different, a decent over. I mean, I've got a sixty percent that they'll go over seventy nine and a half. I think this Garrett Whitlock's a pretty good story. I mean, he's, he's really shown a lot of promise by all the metrics and uh, yeah, I mean, they got to play. I mean, the problem with the Red Sox is they have to play with the Yankees, Blue Jays and Rays, but that's all accounted for in the projections. So unless they go like unloading people and yeah, I think that's a pretty good play to the overkill. Okay. Um, Your favorite plays for today. What do you like? Well, we talked about, we talked about the Rays. I'm going to go with them versus uh, the angels. Uh, the market, I, I was seeing a price at minus 118. I've got a price at minus 138. And Kluber's been pretty good. I have him rated 45th out of 150 pitchers in my ratings. Uh, Detmers, I'm not really that high on 132nd out of 150 pitchers. Um, you look at the stuff plus for Kluber, 64 percentile stuff plus Detmer's 32 percent, and then the last two times out, Kluber's thrown by my three metric game log in the 90th percentile both times out. So I, I do like the Rays in that situation, Gil. All right, Rays are a pick today. Anything else? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Marlins here, and this Luzardo's an interesting story. His stuff plus last year in the 32nd percentile, and he's, re, he's rebuilt two and a half pitches really, and now he's at 73% stuff plus against Mad Bum, 14% stuff plus. You know, the Diamondbacks are like they they should have have lost five more games based on the expected standings chart at, at basewinner.com. And I've got it priced like right where the market is at minus 125. But I still I still am going to make a play. I think the all the factors that that go behind the starting pitching, again, the 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 uh, Arizona bullpen, 30th in baseball by by my ratings. And the Miami bullpens really has some exciting numbers behind that from from a from a granular standpoint. They're ranked 13th in baseball. So for all those reasons, I'm going to go with the Marlins today with the I think a pretty short price with Luzardo versus Bumgarner. All right, Rays and Marlins. Let me just ask you ask you this on the way out. So we have another couple games today, Mark, that have six and a halves as their totals. The Astros and the Twins. It's Verlander and Joe Ryan a little later. 
okay, I guess it's Verlander. You know, read into that what you will. But this first game this morning, because it's all day baseball, the Athletics are playing the Tigers. And it's it's Scooble against it's Scooble against Frankie Montas. And it's six and a half. I mean, do you get to the point here where you're just auto-overing this, like just on principle? I got to see what the first inning, you know, I'm looking at the first inning run uh, number right now. Because I may, I, I mean, right now it's running the first inning. I'm seeing plus 122. I mean, I may just have to play this, especially if it creeps up a little bit. Yeah, I played one yesterday. It lost. I had Blackburn versus uh, Pineda over seven. I thought, gosh, this this is ridiculous. But I'm with you on the on the first inning thing. I'm working on some advanced numbers. Maybe I'll have that ready for next show. Yo. We have to talk about that. Yep. Tried and true on this. Oh, we got to get in the lab. Mark Borchard, everybody. It- it's Base- promising so far, Gil. I like it. At Baseware. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it Thank as you. always. Todd Wright on the Stanley Cup playoffs. Next, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months is going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com. That's Adam Burke's MLB Daily Best Bets. Andy McNeil, who joined us earlier with all of his plays throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, all of his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Lots of NFL preseason coverage as well when that arrives. And golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, best bets and premium articles on all. If you want the full VEASAN experience, it features a daily best bet email, every edition of uh, every edition rather of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. Cost is only fifty nine United States dollars. Fifty nine to be a subscriber through July thirty first. Sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. We get tweets beating the book. Uh, this is uh, Kino Walker. Algorithms, analytics, microcubes. There's a lot of geniuses in sports betting. I wish I were a genius. Great stuff. Well, Kino, I will say this. Listen, just because someone has a model doesn't mean they're a sports betting genius. I would be the first person to say this. That, that's also been a, like a sort of cottage industry scourge of, of sports betting. As someone says they have a model, people just immediately assume that they're smart. You should not assume that. What do we say about assuming again? Make sure you regret what you said earlier, I believe is the expression. But you just, you can't just assume that every, that I wouldn't even assume 50% are any good. That's low. It's probably 80% of them. But some people who have been doing this for years and years and years. They do know their stuff, but but be wary at all times. Scott C. at C. Scotty Books, 17. New idea for the AT&T commercial. Uh, Gil checking scores while at dinner with Mark Borchard. Giannis approaching the table and asks, hey, are you guys checking sports scores? It's the creepiest commercial ever. Uh, let's see. Andy McNeil in a uh, Twitter, Twitter battle, I believe, of some kind. Logic 3227. I have an idea. Uh, bear me out. Let the pitchers use whatever foreign substance they want to help control the ball. That's a matter of player safety. But lower the mound to what it was before they raised it years ago. Thoughts? I don't know. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some Stanley Cup playoffs. Let that one marinate for a while. Let's talk some Stanley Cup playoffs. Let's bring him in. Uh, the greatest radio host there ever was. And now does the Todd Wright Toddcast and, of course, the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Todd Wright. How you doing, Todd? Gil, I was very entertained, if others weren't, by the impression of your father yes. when he would come home from work at 4.30 as opposed to 7.30. Just me. I heard a combination of Jackie Mason, infamous star Patty Shatu, <laughs> and the count from Sesame Street. Oh, wow. That's what I heard in the impression of your father. Wow. Well, may he rest in peace. 
I don't know if he would know either of those references, but that was what he said. That's what he sounded like. Uh, he would appreciate you appreciating it. Let's put it that way. May, may I take, may I use some, some Todd Wright um, uh, proprietary photo to express the entire 40, almost 50-year franchise uh, history of the I Washington Capitals? This is from Todd Wright's uh, camera yesterday. This is the Caps before they end up squandering the 2-1 to lead in the final moments against the Panthers and ultimately losing in overtime. This is um, the shot. I want to get this right. This is from – this is off the stick of, of – uh, let me see. This is not Johansson. This is the one before that. This is from uh, – this the is, one after the Johansson breakaway. Yes, yeah, so, about, so Johansson like, missed, and then 25 seconds later, this is Garnet Hathaway's empty netter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, look at that. There's your Washington Capitals. And on the ensuing icing was when the Panthers scored. They were already in the zone, and uh, and and they get the goal from, I believe, Reinhardt to tie the game. So, yes, that close to being up 3-1. And I texted you during primetime yeah. action, second intermission, I said, Caps win, period. Caps win series. I heard Andy McNeil earlier. The Caps have been the better team in the series. You know, this Panther team reminds me of there was a team about six, seven years ago in Dallas. And all they did was route other teams in the regular season. And they didn't have proven goaltending. Bobrovsky's better than what Dallas had back then. And it just didn't translate to anything in the postseason. It's not like the Panthers have a pedigree. It's not like they have the original coach who was supposed to coach this group. They have an interim in Andrew Brunette, who does play very aggressively. Carter Verhege is the only guy scoring for the Panthers in this series. On a team that loaded, Carter Verhege is the guy who has them 2-2 in this series. And, Gil, the Panthers have zero goals in this series in the third period without an extra attacker. Zero. It just shows for anyone who wants to know, well, what do you mean there's a difference between Stanley Cup playoff hockey and regular season hockey? That's it. Two different games. So so it begs the question then, the Caps adjusted series price, de facto best of three series, as every game is tonight, by the way, uh, in two to two tie, but the Caps are tomorrow night. I've made the difference, you know, the comparison between the NBA and the NHL playoffs being the NBA, you can sort of draw conclusions. The NHL, again, it is so random that what happens one night has virtually no correlation sometimes to the to the next one. And so would you take a shot at the Caps here at plus 235 still, even with that heartbreak of last night? I certainly would. I certainly would. Let's pile on to the Panthers issues. Their power play is non-existent and i think they're starting to get frustrated like a year ago a power play based in vegas the more they were out there the more you squeeze the stick too tight you overthink what you're trying to do and you just can't do what you did before so i think that works against the panthers look i went down to game five was it game five last year Panthers and Lightning, and I know what they did in the regular season. Again, that's the regular season. There's no home ice advantage for the yeah. Panthers. There, there are people who went to the Formula One race over the weekend who don't even know who the Florida Panthers are. They have no home ice advantage whatsoever in that building. So, yeah, I still think the Capitals are a great play in this series. I know you had them pre-flop. I do. Uh, thanks to Andy McNeil. I can't take any credit for it, but yes, I, I wrote Andy McNeil. Let me let me ask it this way. Of all the series that are 2-2, two to two, and I'm going to give you the price on the dogs 
uh, in all the two and two, uh, all those series that are knotted up at two games apiece. Caps are plus 235. Then the, then the game's tonight uh, on the series now. The Kings are two to one against the Oilers. The Blues down to plus 115, so a very small dog. They were a little bit more of a dog a preflop. Makes sense. Best of three now. Lightning plus 105. This is right in your wheelhouse there at Tampa. Right. And the Bruins at plus 110. I would assume the Caps price is the one you like the best. What, what would you like next best, if not the Caps? Probably Tampa Bay, um, just because of all the things we've talked about before. And Andy McNeil knows this, and everyone in Canada knows this, that there, there was some meme going around on social media about how Braden Point was the most angry guy on the ice with his team up 6-2 and, and basically even in the series from Game 4 against Toronto. So while I don't rule out Toronto winning tonight, you know, they've lost game sevens the last four years in the first round of the playoffs. So even if the lightning don't take this one in cash, Andy's ticket and other tickets that are there tonight on Toronto, remember, you know, there was a, there was a funny thing, uh, a quote from John Cooper. And I mean, he's won the last two Stanley cups. So he has the right to say whatever he wants. And he basically shrugged off that offense is a problem for his team in this series. He said, we have to take care of our own end. I'm not worried about us scoring. And against the team in Toronto that we talked about last week, highest goals against average of all 16 teams, now 15 in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's not the issue here. It's And, and what got Toronto on the board and even gave them the littlest bit of hope in game four a stupid penalty by number 98 on the blue line for the Lightning. That's Sergeyev. Yeah. He's still a problem. And Hedman's had it two bad games in the two the Lightning have lost as well. And he's one of the three finalists for the uh, for the best defenseman for the Norris Trophy. Since we spent most of our two hours here going into analytics on stuff, let me just have, have a complete sports talk radio narrative. And you tell me if this is something that's real or not. Obviously, you bring up the Maple Leafs. We're on in Toronto. Haven't won a, a series, a playoff series since 2004. Obviously, the big thing, you know, on top of everything, haven't won a cup since 67. They would trade, if you ask most, you know, Torontonian sports fans, they'd trade the Blue Jays World Series. They'd trade the, the Raptors NBA title. Uh, the Argonauts, if they won a CFL title, I'm not sure if they have or not. They'd uh, probably trade Olympic gold yes. medals in hockey. Yes. For what you're so I, is that not a thing? Like, I mean, the, the longer this series gets, the, the more the pressure ratchets up, that it, it's got to be a thing. The players, if, if the players say, oh, we don't feel it, it, come on, really? I would say it's five times more of a thing than it was in 1994 when the Rangers broke the curse of 1940. Jeez. That's the difference between hockey in Toronto and hockey in New York, the difference between hockey in Canada and hockey in the United States. All right, we got 30 seconds, Todd. Your your thoughts on uh, the Islanders ousting Barry Trotz? I agree with everyone else. I mean, in a world where no one seems to agree on anything anymore, <laughs> in yeah. the sports world, you know, a couple of things when Betty White passed, we all were sad. We all liked Betty White, and we all think the Islanders made a bad, bad move by firing Barry Trotz. As John Cooper said, we're the only reason he he they haven't won two cups. My, you know, my best to Barry Trotz. I have the ultimate respect for him. And our best to Betty White's family as well, Todd. Way to wedge that in. Nicely done. Todd Wright, the greatest there ever was. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate it. Enjoy the games tonight. 
Thank you, Bill. Todd Wright, everybody. Uh, Todd Wright Podcast, Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast. Wherever podcasts are distributed, we'll talk fantasy football when the time comes as well with Todd. But he loves himself some hockey and golf, that's for sure. PGA coming up with him next. Coming up, NBA with Mo DeKeele. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
the numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From JumpBall.net, we bring him back once again for, I believe, the third consecutive week. It's Mo DeKeel. How you doing, Mo? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. We appreciate you you stopping by. Uh, let's talk about last night's game before we get to tonight's. Because uh, we, besides the Warriors and the Grizzlies, we have three series knotted up at two games apiece. The Celtics and the Bucks that come back from the Celtics last night. I asked this earlier. Um, I'll ask it of you, which is, might we look back at the end of all of this? And I'm talking about the uh, the Celtics run a 14 to two run that put them up 106 to 96 with 333 left that turned that ball game. Might we look back at that moment in this postseason and say that was the most important stretch of any this entire playoffs? Yeah, I think you you got to look at it. Their season was on the line. They looked like they were struggling. It looked like they were about to go down three one. The so, uh, the the Bucks kind of had everything rolling, had every answer, and then they go on this run and it changes everything. Now the key component to all that is they got to win the next game, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they knotted it up at two, two, they got to go home. They get the right to go home now and try to win that game and make it a, uh, uh, three, two going back to, to Milwaukee. If they're going to Milwaukee down three, two, it's kind of a different scenario there. And, and that will make that 14 to two run that you're talking about less significant, but it was that run right now. We might look at later going like, this is what got them going. You know, Jason Tatum started hitting shots and started to attack, you know, Al Horford, who I think has been the best Celtic, the entire series, at least the most consistent Celtic throughout the entire series, you know, made big plays across the board, the way they defended everything they did. Right. I think that was a a key moment for them. Yeah. 30 points for Al Horford. We may remember it as the Al Horford game. He actually emoted. (laughs) It's the most I've seen him with emotion in his entire, entire career, but he had 16 in the, uh, in the final frame last night, uh, I, I said before the game, I was like, anybody who bets that game last night pre-flop, it's probably you're, you're probably an action junkie, right? Like you're pro- like I don't know what your angle yeah. would be. Even when the Bucks were up seven heading in the fourth, I said to Kelly Bidlin on primetime action last night, I'm like, this doesn't feel safe at all. Do you yeah. feel like it's still a coin flip series, or do you feel like the 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 Celtics now have, as the betting markets are suggesting, the definitive edge here? Not definitive, but a bit of an edge. No, I think the the betting markets are just going on the fact that they're going to have, you know, the next two out of the three games at home. I think that's what the betting markets are looking at. It's a coin flip to me. I if you, listen, this was a stay away series for me from the beginning, gambling wise, because I figured it's going to be really tight. I figure we're going to have close games and things like that, and and that's where, right where we're at. It's it's a coin flip. I'd probably just stay away. It, it terrifies me. Warriors and Grizzlies. Obviously, it's three to one Warriors. Um, I'm not sure there are many that would take a bet on the Grizzlies at this point to, to sweep back with three in a row and, and advance here. So let's just take, let, let's just assume that the Warriors get through this and get to the, to the Western conference finals. Um, 
does it concern you at all if you have a Warriors betting ticket, if you're a Warriors fan, does it concern you at all that the Warriors have appeared to lollygag through a couple of these games? Last night, for most of that game, uh, my word, by the way, lollygagging, and then that, the game they lost to the, to the Nuggets, where they just didn't sort of seem to show up for most of that game either. Does that concern you a little bit? That doesn't concern me as much as just the health of the the Warriors. You know, you're you're running into injuries. The Gary Payton Jr. or second, excuse me, Gary Payton the second injury is a big one. You know, and he's out three to five weeks at this point. I don't imagine he'll be ready to play anytime soon. Definitely not in the next round. But that's a key defender there for them. And you saw what happened, you know, yesterday. The the fact that they're able to go down against the Grizzlies and the Grizzlies who play really well, even when they don't have John Moran out there, you know, the offense moves and flows and things like that. The warriors were stuck trying to play catch up and you got to be a little bit concerned despite Curry going completely nuts in the fourth quarter last night. You still got to be concerned about his shooting. Clay Thompson still doesn't look right. And at fully in a rhythm, I think there's it's, it's more than just they, they played down to their opponents for a couple of games. I think you're just watching them going like you, you want to see them look a bit more, explosive and we're, we're not seeing that from what we used to what we're used to from the Warriors yes yeah, Celtics tomorrow night favored by five and a half in game five against the Bucks at home Warriors favored by three and a half on the road at Memphis we don't know about Ja we just don't know about Ja so I don't know how you play that uh that game would you lay the points with the Celtics would you take them with the Bucks by the way before we get to tonight's games I'm I'm staying as far away from that game as yeah. possible. Get like I'm, I'm a coward. Listen, when it comes to that stuff, I'm I'm a coward. I'm I'm staying as far away from that one. All right, tonight Heat are the doubleheader tonight. Game fives. These are great. Heat hosting the Sixers. No Kyle Lowry, which might have moved the line a half a point. Are we going to give him a half point? We'll go a half point on on uh, the move here with Kyle Lowry's absence. Um, so you know a tick. Heat. Won the first two, obviously lost the last two. Sixers, we went through a whole analytics thing at the beginning of the show or early in the show about how the Sixers in games three and four, and especially in game four, took unbelievable, uh, not advantage, but were able in the last five seconds of the shot clock to really capitalize on possessions that might have otherwise been lost. Really a hallmark of what the Heat have done all season. Where do you stand on this series now moving forward? The Heat, obviously, slight favorites with games five and seven in Miami. Yeah, I actually think you got to look more into Philly and think that Philly's the, the, the team to beat. I think every game in Bede gets a little bit better, a little bit stronger, a little more comfortable being back out there with with the the mask and everything that goes, goes along with it. And he just changes the tenor of it. I mean, Bam Adebayo is not able to feast when Joel Embiid's on the court. Right. And I think that's something that he's, he's able to kind of neutralize him and Miami has not shot the ball. Well, the numbers of the end of the shot clock is amazing and impressive. And that's something I would say, if I was a Philly fan, I'd be a little bit concerned about, cause that's not something easily replicated uh, in games five through seven. But ultimately I think we're just going to get a better Embiid. I think he's finding his flow and his rhythm. I, I like the Sixers for the rest of the way of the series. Okay, Mavericks and Suns, the uh, nightcap, the doubleheader, the second of two tonight. Uh, the Suns now tied up with the Mavericks, two games apiece. And again, the, the stat for those, uh, I mentioned this yesterday, you've had, a, you've had 439 best-of-seven series uh, in the NBA history, historically that have started 2-0, and and only 31 of those 439 have overcome the deficit to advance, 7.1%. 
So we have three different teams, excuse me, two different teams, rather, trying to do that tonight, um, starting or on their quest begins tonight to do that in terms of the uh, Sixers and the Mavericks. Suns are favored by six. It's Luka and uh, the rest of them. That's basically the, the Mavs offense going through Luka, just like the, uh, the offense for the Bucks is going through Giannis. Not a lot of help here, at least in the two losses. Got more help in games three and four. But the Suns didn't get the calls. You know what the conspiracy theorists say on this mode, that they'll get all the calls tonight. Suns minus six. And they are still a over a $2 favorite to win this series. Do you give the Mavs a legit puncher's chance? I give them more than a puncher's chance. I think if you're not giving the Mavs a, a, a real shot at this, you're not really paying attention to what you what you saw in those two wins. You know, the the more important thing was they spread the ball around. They got more opportunities. Jalen Brunson was beginning to get going. They they play five out, and what that's doing is they're basically neutralizing DeAndre Ayton. He's defensively in a tough spot because he's either switching onto Luca and he gets cooked there, or he's spread out to the corner, which opens up the paint for guys like Jalen Brunson to drive into and get get buckets. And then on the offensive end, he's not dominating. He's not dominating and using his size. You know, my big problem with Dayton is he doesn't play with force. And I feel like that's something you're you're watching in this situation where he'll have a small guy on him and he still won't go up. Like you got to go put him in the rim, you know, just going back to the last series we talked about, if you put a small on him beat, that's a dunk or a foul at the very least, you know, he's going to draw something on there, you know, with Aiton, he's not, it's going to end up being a, a little floater or a jump hook or things like that. I, I honestly think the Mavs have a legitimate shot at beating the, the, the Suns and overcoming this uh, series deficit that they started out in. Okay. Let's do this. Then final question, 30 seconds here. Let's throw the warriors and the Grizzlies out, but I come to you from the future from this weekend and I said, hey, Mo, one of these teams, the Sixers, the Mavericks, or the Bucks, one of them, not two, one of them won their series. Which team am I talking about? You're probably talking the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they have the highest chance of all that. You know, it's just even though it's a coin flip, it's still more likely. They still got the best player. They're still the champs. And I believe it was someone who once said, don't ever estimate uh, don't ever underestimate the heart of a champion, the great Rudy Tomjanovich. Thank you, Mo. Enjoy the games tonight. Thank you for having me. Mo DeKeel, everybody. You can follow him at Mo underscore DeKeel NBA on the Twitter machine. We've done all we can do. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.